0: Thank you so much for giving us some time today. We have the brand new NWA world heavyweight champion on the lawn. You know, I saw the match on the internet, great match. When you won the title, there seemed like there was a lot of emotion going on. Could you describe that moment when you won the belt?
1: It was probably one of the more emotional moments I've had in my career, just, uh, being a historian of wrestling and someone who grew up uh, just loving the NWA, and then to you know have an accomplishment like that was uh, something that you know not everybody gets to have in their career, and it's just another huge milestone in uh, in what's been a you know a going on sixteen year career of mine. So just a uh, you know something that uh, in my speech, you know, my dad would have been proud of, and uh, you know it was. Going on six months, the day after the show, that he had uh, passed away unexpectedly. I might add too. So it was just a it was a big night for me and for my family, and just anyone who loves wrestling and understands how much I always have loved it. You know, it was a big moment for me.
0: Can you describe? You know, like you're the NWA Heavyweight Champion. Your name now forever etched in stone. No one can take it away from you. Rick Flair, Lou Fez, Harley Race. How does it feel being part of that lineage?
1: Very humbling, you know. I mean, when you say those guys' names, I mean, those are that's household names for anybody who's a a wrestling fan or a wrestler. And you know, there's guys, you know, even you know, Adam Pearce, uh, guys recently who you know weren't in WWE and weren't in WCW or TNA, but yet you know, held that championship and held it proudly and traveled around the world. So, you know, to be in the, in the same sentence as, you know, Harley race and Ric Flair and Luthez and, you know, Von Eric and just a lot of those guys, but, you know, not losing sight of some of the guys who have, you know, carried the torch, you know, in the night, not so distant, uh, you know, past, but yeah, I mean, it's, Something, like I said, it's up there, you know, with the WrestleMania and action figure and being in a video game and things that that you accomplish, and they can't take it away from you. You're in in the book, and you just want to, you know, make the company proud.
0: That's awesome. And joining us now also, my co-host, we got Dave on the line. Dave, are you there?
2: Yes, I am here.
0: We got the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Rob Conway, on the line with us.
1: Rob, how you doing? Thank you for thanks for being on the Ken Reedy Show. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm doing great. Awesome,
2: awesome. So uh Rob, I wanted to ask you about um your uh your some some points in your WWE career. Um I'm not sure what Ken had um had mentioned in, in the beginning stage of the interview, but um what was the uh story behind um your pairing with uh La Resistance when you uh in the
1: summer of two thousand three? Well, those guys were both very talented wrestlers, but in this, you know, they, they were inexperienced. Uh, Rene Dupree was only 19 years old. Sylvan, I believe, was 23. And they had a, you know, they both were French, both great built, you know, just their in-ring time was pretty limited. And I had been wrestling, you know, for quite some time and training with those guys down in Ohio Valley wrestling. And uh, we gotten along really good, and I just think that the WWE offices saw it as an opportunity for me to, you know, along with those guys, just more take a leadership role of the three of us because I've been wrestling for, you know, quite a bit longer than both of those guys and had a little bit more seasoning and then, you know, just get with them. And, and then I just think they made a good decision. I was very happy to be partners with those guys, and I think we had, you know, had a good run there, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, you guys had a you had a couple different runs. You know, at
2: one point it was the three of you together, and then you tagged with Renee, and Sylvan was gone, and then Renee was gone, and then you were back with Sylvan. But then eventually, um, they split all three of you up and separated you, and you ended up uh, having a a, a a short singles career on Monday Night Raw on the Raw brand at one point. Um, what was behind the Con Man Rob Conway character? What exactly was that all about? Because there really wasn't much. Um, there was there really wasn't much thought put into your character on television at least I should say from a from a viewer standpoint. We didn't really see you a whole lot um, What were the
1: plans for the con man? Well initially uh the head writer for Raw was not uh he was out doing a movie. He was writing a movie. So whenever the con man character, which was basically my Iron Man character from Ohio Valley Wrestling that i had tremendous success with, you know, and was a four time ovw champion with that and pretty much uh, one of the top guys you know in ovw history so it had proven itself uh he wasn't he was making a movie so when we first initially came up with the con man it was just the same thing as the iron man basically but you know without the copyright infringement on the comic book and the in the movie uh so that was the initial plans is being you know i was pretty much uh a non-fan favorite as you would say i actually started to get over with the crowd and people were kind of cheering for me and you know i wasn't a big fan of my own music i thought that really straight you know confused people on what the character was supposed to be it wasn't something you know that i really liked or even didn't portray what we initially were you know trying to get out of the con man character and then When the head writer came back, I'd gone on a winning streak. They, you know, was building up some momentum. Just sometimes, when you're a new character, they you just have to be on TV every week. They just have Mm -hmm. to get to know you and know that when you walk out, okay, this is this is the moves he does. This kind of and when the head writer came back, it wasn't his idea, and. You know, when you're in a creative team, you have one job, and that's to be creative. So if somebody's creative when you're not there, then you do your best to squash that, which is kind of understandable, you know, because they don't get paid to wrestle. They just be – they're paid to be creative. So if the wrestlers are creative, then what do you need creative for? So when he came back, uh, I never won another match. It was like, hey, it's not my idea. I'm going to squash this. So, you know, being a company person and making a good living – You know, you just show up on time and do what you're told. So that's kind of, you know, I didn't, I actually changed my hair, cut my mustache off and all that because I didn't want to bury my own character. So then they still call me the con man, Rob Conway, but I switched my trunks and pretty much just did what they wanted me to do. And, but I didn't, you know, wasn't, it was harder to want to train, you know, three, four hours a day and be completely the best shape of anybody in the, in the wrestling world. Knowing that you were not going to be used in a, any way that was fulfilling, so I mean that's when I gained a little bit of weight, changed my hair, changed my gear, and was just like, hey, if you, I'll show up on time and do what I'm told and be professional. But you know, if you, that's pretty much kind of how that went. You know, yeah. The one thing that I think, it, it, you know, with the creative team versus having a booker is that if you're writing a movie. Or you had a you know a television show and a writer came to you and said man I just can't think of anything for the characters they just fire the writer yeah they wouldn't and, fire the actors you
3: know? yeah so that's right. the kind of the thing
1: <laughs> And that's the difference between you know NWA and independent wrestling and Japan wrestling compared to you know the WWE is they're, they're entertainment completely and there's some wrestling involved and and I you know love doing that but. The NWA is more entertaining wrestling. You want to entertain people through your wrestling and not just be entertainers. So it's just, you know, I I went to a wrestling school. I didn't go to an acting school, so I just enjoy wrestling and uh, going out there and putting on the best matches. You know, putting everything you have into it every night and then letting it, letting the people be entertained by wrestling instead of going out there just you know to be funny or get laughs and just be an entertainer. And
2: one final question for
1: me. You just mentioned, you know, when the
2: head writer came back, that seems to where the downfall of the con man character took place. Um, At one point, I remember I did not see you on TV a whole lot, and then you were out for a segment, and Vince McMahon had publicly fired you on television, Um, although you weren't released right away. Did you have a feeling that that was the final nail in the coffin for your time
1: in uh, World Wrestling Entertainment? Not at the time. I mean, I was out. I had gotten uh, my septum and my nose crushed and had to have surgery. And when they called me and told me that they had something for me to do on Raw, uh, you know, I was surprised because I had just had surgery like three days beforehand. I said, well, I'm not even cleared to wrestle yet. And they said, well, we really need you to do this, and it's going to kind of spearhead the whole Vince McMahon versus Donald Trump angle. We're going to, you know, if you watch the wording I really said I will quit Raw because they'd already told me to get new gear, and uh, me and Sylvan were going to be paired back together, but put on SmackDown because I was never on SmackDown. I was always on Raw, so I have actually had new gear getting made, and you know, whenever I got the call that I was getting released.
0: You know, with everything you're saying about your stay in the WWE, do, do you feel? for lack of a better term, somewhat vindicated coming home with the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I mean
1: it's just different. I mean, I don't really feel any negative toward the WWE because I mean, I made a lot of money there. Everything I own, my cars, my house, you know, that's all paid for was because of my stint with the WWE. I mean, they still pay royalty checks for stuff that I don't even, you know, know what it's for for the most part. You still they still are a big part of my income, and, uh, you know, and for the most part, I'm known throughout the wrestling business for my stint with WWE. So really can't, I don't have any negative, you know, really it's nothing but positive. You know, most people don't get to live their dream, and I got to be under contract for seven years. So, it was, you know, that really gave me the opportunity to wrestle around the world after I left there and then to even be, you know, kind of on the radar for the NWA. I wrestled in the NWA for six years before I got to the WWE. I, you know, was a Southern Tag Team champion, had uh, wrestled in Tennessee and Kentucky and Indiana and, you know, all the Southern states. So, I mean, it's really kind of now that I'm back, and I started back with the NWA in 2007 as soon as I got released. So it's always, I mean, I've, for the most part, I've wrestled for the NWA, you know, more than I've wrestled for, wwe is just that once you're a wwe talent you're kind of labeled as either a wwe guy or a former wwe guy where i don't there's a lot of people out there that think they're educated about wrestling but for the most part they're they're not if they did their homework they would know that a lot of the guys that you know paid their dues on the road in the independence and you know nwa particularly so yeah i mean i'm excited about it but it's not really something where, hey, look what I've done. You know, you all could have done, you know, better with me. Because I think as a tag team wrestler, we were pretty much the top tag team for about three years. I mean, people could argue that, but there's there was no tag team in pro wrestling that even stayed together that long. After WrestleMania 20, the Bashams pretty much broke up. The Dudleys broke up. They split Jindrek and Cade. I mean, there was really – we were the only tag team, and we – Pretty much had to make you know your Tajiri's and Rhinos a team and and Regal and Eugene and Hurricane and Rosie that whole tag team that was built after that the foundation was La Resistance so so I feel like I had a, a you know people sometimes only want to remember the negative which was like the last eight months that I was there but I, I had a, a a lot of fun there made some good money and I think those things allowed me to represent the nwa the way i am now and the opportunity for me to take the nw world heavyweight championship over to new japan and defend it on april 7th at um, invasion attacks
0: and why do you tell us a little bit that you have that uh, kojima uh you'll be wrestling yep. april 7th uh tell us a little bit about uh, this opponent and uh his style and uh you know tough competitor what are you looking forward to in this match
1: I mean, I, for me, it's an opportunity to go over and do wrestling. I mean, you're not – if you watch the Japanese, uh, I don't want to see their style, but if just the way they interact with the crowd, it's not its not pure entertainment. You know, whether you're a fan favorite or someone that that's despised, they're not messing around with the, the crowd. It's It's purely in the ring as a wrestling match. You go outside the ring, but it's a chance to really show off what you can do. I mean, I've had a few opportunities. I wrestled Joey Ryan. Uh, a few years back in a match in which booker just wanted no characters he just wanted to go out there and wrestle and i you know when i get a chance to do that i think people who are only have seen guys like myself or eugene or you know chris masters or carlito only in wwe when they see us and when we have an opportunity to wrestle they're they're a lot of times they're like wow you know why come you didn't do that in the wwe i didn't realize you were that good and it's kind of like well you know you're a character and you you do what you're told to do and they put handcuffs on you and tell you you can't do certain moves or you know can't fight outside the ring they they give you a list of things you can't do and you have to make do with what you can do whereas you know on the independent wrestling scene or nwa and you know some of the other promotions they they let you have more freedom to go out and you know if you can do it do it whatever you need to do to to make the match you know, to get over with the people and have them enjoy it. Whatever you're willing to do, they'll let you do it.
0: Well, speaking of former WWE talent, it's interesting, coming up in April, also April 20th, you're supposed to be wrestling Chris Masters, another former WWE talent, someone who is riding quite a ride of uh, his own publicity yeah. right now, being a, a real-life hero. Uh, what do fans have to look forward to uh I know this wasn't initially booked as a championship match, but circumstances dictate and now the NWA title will be on the line. what uh, can we look forward to in your matchup with Chris Masters?
1: I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, I've never wrestled Chris. I mean, I think that we have, you know, a similar style. He's a bigger guy than me, but we're both kind of known for our physiques and and when you're you know, when you're in WWE they want you to really play up to to what you're known for so like i said his wrestling in wwe wasn't really known for his wrestling so much as the master lock and his posing and i think here's an opportunity for us to be in the ring together and and just go out there and and have a fantastic hard-hitting you know match and i think it's going to be more than you know than what if you've seen us in in wwe it'd just be two guys out there you know having a pose down but i think that you're going to see I mean, we were in OVW together at one point, so I mean, we've both been through the trenches and and uh, we've teamed up a few times. But this is the first time I ever got to wrestle him, and yeah, he's a he is a real life hero. I mean, he saved his. I was just in Australia with him for three weeks. We filmed a, a a wrestling comedy movie together, and then to see him come home like that, and then you know go through that having to save his mom. I mean, I'm you know I have a lot of admiration for him and just. A, he, he is a hero, and I look forward to wrestling him and, and us showing people what you know what good wrestling can what it can what it can be on the, in the NWA.
0: I definitely think a lot of fans are looking forward to that matchup too. Before we let you go, you know, one of our fans on Facebook asked us. I think it's a good question. You know, again, like I said earlier, you are part of a, a great lineage, and, and Rob Conway now cannot be taken away. You are etched in stone. What can fans look forward to from Rob Conway as the NWA
1: heavyweight champion? Well, other than a person who really appreciates this opportunity, you know, it's not something that I take lightly. I plan to defend the championship. I mean, that's all I do is wrestle. You know, this this is all I've done for, you know, the past going on 16 years. So, it will be defended all over the country it will be defended all over the world i mean i I plan to you know do my best as long as i have it to go to japan to go to mexico to go back to australia have a good relationship there uh, and then to uh, take it all around the united states it's not going to be something that's just a regional title i live in indiana i'm not planning on just you know defending it in indiana and kentucky and tennessee i mean I'm planning on taking it every place that there's an NWA promotion and I've talked to them about the possibility of even defending it outside of NWA promotion. So they're, you know, like me, they want the NWA brand to grow and I want to be the guy who helps it grow and helps the Ironman Rob Conway brand grow. So if you're a wrestling fan, you can look forward that I'm going to be coming to a town near you. It's not going to be, you know, a title that you're not going to get seen defended and, You know, it's not going to just be, obviously, big venues. I mean, wherever the NWA wants me to take the championship, I'm more than willing to take it and more than willing to defend it against anybody that they want me to.
0: Well, we're hoping we get to see you somewhere up here in the Northeast.
1: I'm looking forward to it. One of my former tag team partners now runs a promotion in the the New York area, Pat Buck. I don't know if you're familiar with Pat. But I know he's got a, a pretty good thing going there. And, his, you know, when I'm in Japan, he'll be having uh, Liger versus John Morrison that night. So, I mean, there's a lot of good wrestling around the right, country. That's, and That's I've the got PWS. A lot of promoters, yeah, I've got a lot of promoters that uh, I've talked to about coming into their, their promotion. So I'm just excited about, you know, traveling the country and traveling the world and, and getting the NWA brand and letting people know that, you know, that I am... Ecstatic about this. It's not something that I take lightly.
0: Well, Rob, thank you again. Congratulations. Thank you for spending some time with us, and and we'd love to have you on again sometime soon.
1: Well, I really appreciate you having me. And like when you all announced announced me as being the your World's Heavyweight Champion, it still, you know, feel like a little kid. You know, it's like wow, this really happened to me. You know, I had to pinch myself. It's up there. I mean, I mean, you got that wrestlemania and having your own action figure i mean you, you can't you can't beat that those are things i did, only dreamed of when i first got into the wrestling business
0: that's awesome thank you so much appreciate it all right take care man okay. and there you have it the brand new nwa world heavyweight champion it's its amazing you know when you have a guy like that and you see the personality on on tv and and before I get into talking a little bit about this, thank you so much to cameraman Carlos who helped set that up, as well as our producer. Uh, great having him on. Very humble, very thankful for the opportunity. Enjoyed talking to him, and and looking forward to the direction he could bring the company in. What do you think, Dave?
2: I, I thoroughly enjoyed the interview. He, he he told some great stories, you know, and uh, he was like you said, he was very humble and appreciative of the opportunity to represent the nwa and uh you know it sounds like he's taking it very seriously as being the nwa world champion and you know i i, I will be perfectly honest if he's still listening now i didn't see any of his work before he came into the wwe i had heard of his of uh, of the some of the things he had done in ohio valley wrestling um the, w, the wwe developmental territory at the time um but i look forward to seeing you know what what he's really known for and that's his wrestling um you know like you said he gets you know when he's in the WWE there's handcuffs put on you can't do certain moves can't do certain things but you know the real Rob Conway I think is going to you know sh- uh is going to show and he's going to shine and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing what 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 he brings to the table in the NWA
0: and I, I think it's great hearing someone like that just t- I mean the NWA look and we've talked about it on the show it, it it's a weird place in the NWA history and, and it's it's really great to hear the champion talking like that about being so honored uh, having the strap. You know, we had Cahagas on the show as well, and he, he kind of felt the same way. So I, I think the NWA is definitely moving in a good direction. Having these competitors that appreciate the history, know the history, and, and are humbled by the history... Uh Very excited to hear him talking about wanting to defend the title all over the country, all over the world. That's what the NWA is all about. And uh I, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Pat Buck is one of the owners of PWS. Uh, I could be mistaken, but uh, PWS always puts on some good shows. So it'll be that would be cool, bringing the NWA champion uh, Northeast, because I'd like to see that. And he was one of those guys when he was in the WWE... I, You know, I was always like I think this guy could do more You know, like I I like his look I I like what he brought to the table Uh, So it'll be interesting to see What he can do uh, As NWA World Heavyweight Champion And a big challenge coming up With Chris Masters uh, April 20th And Houston's Parade of Champions So that that could be quite a challenge for him And uh, it's interesting how he talks Like you said, Dave When he says the WWE kind of handcuffs you, and uh seems like he admires Chris Masters' wrestling ability as well, where, again, in the WWE, is more about his physique and, and giving pose-downs and everything. So, sounds good for the NWA. Glad to hear him. Thank you again for giving us a few minutes. So we're going to go right out to the phones. We have Tony on the line. Tony, are you there?
4: Oh, yeah. we all on, guys.
0: Thanks, thanks for holding on. I know it's again technical difficulties, but I'm I'm glad you're here with us. Uh, whatever you want, Monday Night Raw, NWA, Rob Conway. What do you want to talk about? Bring it.
4: I guess you know, yeah, good interview with uh with the con man. You know there was uh, you know that should be uh, I guess whenever the, his match with the Chris Masters is coming up, it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, as far as you know, like uh, I guess Raw last night it was like if anything it was I think this was the longest running. Uh, this was the longest one. I mean, it went to like eleven twenty last night. It was like I, I, I was just like, what? <laughs> you know, I mean, with that panel and everything. I mean, I I was okay with the pa- you know with, with the end of the show. You know that with the legends panel or whatever. I thought it was. I thought Rock had seen a cut. Co- you know, could some promos, but uh, you know, it was just you know, like it was just really long. It was like twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, I felt like and, that 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 end of the show could have. It was almost like. Trying to get a car started in the wintertime. Uh, the begin the beginning was kind of it, it, it. Almost took a little bit to get going, and who knows? We don't know what Ric Flair was scheduled to do, and maybe that was part of it. I thought once it got going, it definitely got better. Uh, but it was really long. I mean, going to 11:20. I, I feel like that segment could have maybe even been cut in half. But the end was good. I like the,
4: yeah. I like the end when the, he gave – yeah when he um. You've seen the rock bottom, but yeah, they different That that could have easily been ten, you know, ten minutes instead of twenty because that was my God, that was long. I mean, the rest, you know, even the rest, the rest of the show, I was okay with too. I, you know, um, you know. So anyway, you know, like going up to WrestleMania, I mean, you know, this now we got um. I, I just uh, saw also that they've added uh, Wade
2: Barrett and the Miz to to the show for the IC right. uh, belt. Damn it, Tony, you just beat me to the punch. I was about to announce that on the Ken Reedy show. Face- <laughs> you want to do my job too, man? What the hell? I'm glad
0: we got the blogger versus the news guy now. Oh,
2: my. <laughs>
5: oh man. But you know, This is going to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Until next year.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Well, next year, it's, it's 30. So next year, it really will be the best of all time. Tony, I'm going we let you go. We, we, got a, we, we got a lot of calls right. on the line, so we we're going to yeah. try and get them on. Thanks for giving us a call. You guys uh, have uh, to remember, Tony is the best blogger in the business. Raw, SmackDown, Impact, go to the dot com. Check out his blogs. Thanks a lot, Tony. All
4: right.
0: And yeah, we're going to stick with the phones. Just trying to get everybody on the line. Mr. Trivia's been on hold for a while. Mr. Trivia, are you there?
6: Yeah, how you doing, guys?
0: Doing all right. How are you?
6: Good. Great interview with the con, man. I enjoyed it very very much. Um, Like um, Tony just said, I I just saw the thing with uh, Barrett and the Miz as well. But uh, last night, the, the question and answer... I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of things on Facebook and on the computer today that a lot of people are convinced that scene is going to turn heel, and I don't. Uh, I, I I hope it doesn't happen. You
2: need to kill that noise. I'm so tired of hearing that John Cena. Yeah, deal. exactly. That's it's it's overplayed. We've said it a million times. He sells merchandise. Kids like him. Even when he's booed out of the building, he's still the number one seller in merchandise. So until somebody surpasses him in merchandise sales as the number one merchandise seller consistently, draws ratings consistently, John Cena will be the number one baby face in the WWE, period. End of discussion.
6: Exactly. I agree with you 100%, Dave. I mean, a lot of you know, people were just posting it, and I told them, you know, don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. You know, they're going to. Keep them the face of the company, just like you said, until something else comes along. Uh, hey, guys, I just wanted to call and say I heard the interview was great, and, uh, you know, we'll be uh, listening again on Sunday. So have a good night, guys, and gr- keep up the good work.
0: Thanks a lot, Mr. Tullier. Talk to you Sunday. You know, one of the things that came out of last night's Monday Night Raw, which which I thought was interesting, and it's weird, like, how the Undertaker came out the first time he came out, and he was wearing the robe, and I thought, wow, he's looking old. I thought he looked good last night. It was limited, but, you know, there's a, there's a little physicality. He looked like he was in decent shape. I, I had a little more optimism uh, in in this match when I saw Taker getting physical. Again, not a lot, but uh, I, I kind of like the fact that Taker came out and we saw, like, an intense... Undertaker really going after CM Punk, Dave.
2: Well, yeah, I I, I I noticed the same thing too, you know, obviously with the physicality and it brought a little more attention to the to the uh the, the, the feud and the build up heading towards WrestleMania which for, you know, just two almost you know, just about two weeks away. You know, the one thing that, you know, that, that struck me about it that, you know, kinda of popped up in my head when I watched it, you know, the past few years you know, with Triple H and with Shawn Michaels to a certain extent, there really wasn't a whole lot of physicality. There was a lot of talking, a lot of buildup to get to it, and it was all good. And then, you know, he brought it, you know, in his respective matches with both of those guys over the course of the past four years. But this is more personal now, you know. CM Punk is disrespecting his late friend, Paul Bearer, with, the, with, with, you know, stealing the urn and, you know, all the the, the the comments that he's made. So, you know, as a human being... You know, you, you don't want to wait till April 7th to, to to kick this guy's rear end. You want to do it as quickly as you possibly can, and that and that just made sense that Undertaker would go after Punk and would do that. Um, the one thing that surprised me too was um, even though. Um, he hasn't been seen with CM Punk lately Is Paul Heyman's association with Punk It's kind of been off and on as of late um, And I like that they brought, they still Brought him back and they, they still You know have kept him relevant in that Storyline too as well but it just Made sense for Undertaker to at least try and get A piece of Punk before they get to Wrestlemania Give him a little warning that like you know You know you, you got it coming soon And that's just a little taste of what you're going to get Maybe we'll see some more physicality You know on next week's Raw um, Who knows if Undertaker, CM Punk will be on SmackDown this Friday. I know they're taping SmackDown tonight, so um, we'll have to find that out, you know, in the coming days, but it just made sense to me, and I liked it.
0: I did as well. Let's continue on with the phone calls. Get to all you guys. You guys have been awesome. Cole, are you there? Yeah. Do I have names here? I got a 732 number?
3: Yeah, that's probably that's probably me. It's probably Ray Ray Mars. Hey! Yeah, I the there. From there I don't have all
0: the numbers memorized.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, as you remember, last week when I called in, I uh, gave you the opportunity to be interviewed by Mr. Ray, Ray Mars, if you'd still have to get through with that.
0: You know what, Ray? I, I, I think we should probably rain check that tonight because we're, we're running short on time. I figured,
3: yeah, I did figure. such. So yeah, we're running short, possibly Sunday. But, uh... Yeah. Also, a quick question for you, though. How's your weather? We- weather up there? I'm just kind of curious. I asked because I'm calling from the nice, sunny confines of Jupiter, Florida, at the moment, taking a nice, well, uh, well, much-needed couple of days off from uh, the daily grind of uh, the Ray Ray Mars style and trying to up my craft and be better wrestler, whatnot, before I get back into the grind of, uh, once I get back to Jersey on Saturday. Uh how's the weather holding up up there. Just curious.
0: It's it's just we're all jealous. No. It's it's nasty, <sighs> it's rainy, it's cold. Spring's you know just not Somebody, spring.
3: someone told me that it was actually nice up there. Kinda of surprised. It's not somebody's somebody's lying to me. I don't like it. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, just uh trying to get away for the next couple of days. As you know, it's been a long, long couple of weeks for Ray Ray Mars between the loss to Grizzly Redwood, the BWO US title loss to Steve Off, the uh, Royal screwing over Ray Mars in the hands of the con man Bob Kahn, not the Robert Conway you were just talking to. Yeah, this is a, this is a good this is a good time for me. Just get away from everything. But I'm glad that you wanted to check, because I just figure you're being you're short on time. I want to hold you up anymore. You know you got some more calls to get to. But, watching,
0: a, that that going, this Sunday we're going seven to nine.
3: So you give
0: so us a call
3: go on Sunday. Sounds delightful to me.
0: All right, Ray, Thanks for calling.
3: Thank you.
0: And let's—we're gonna stick with the phones. Is this Mike on the line?
5: Hey guys, what's going on?
0: What's going on? What do you got for us today?
5: Well, I was—I was—I loved the interview you guys did with Rob Conway, as well as all the interviews that you've been doing lately. Um, and you definitely answered my question on what kind of a champion um, he's going to be. He sounds like a very humble guy, and you know, and that's and that's a good way to be.
0: Thanks, I appreciate the compliment. You know, it's it's we wanted to do something special, especially getting into WrestleMania month. You know, leading up, so we kind of like lined up a lot of interviews over the next few weeks, well, the past few weeks, and going into WrestleMania because. Oh, that would be cool. Going into WrestleMania, give us some special guests, uh, some insight in the world of wrestling, and you know, it's great. I mean, it's been cool being involved in the NWA and and having that connection. So, I mean, it's interesting. He seemed humbled and honored, and to be honest, being a student of—I mean, I don't wrestle, but like kind of a student of the of the business. You know, I'm humbled having the NWA Heavyweight Champion on the show. I mean, I admire that lineage. So when I when I have the champion on, you know, I have that in my head that there's that lineage there, and he really seemed like a, a good guy, and and uh, hopefully he's the guy to lead the NWA into the future.
5: Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, what's going on, Dave? Hey, what's up? Uh, did you make it to the buffet this week? <laughs> no, actually, no, actually, you know what? Actually, we were there one night. It was a one night deal. We never got back there. Um, no, we never got back there. But uh, yeah, it was it was great. Um, then I also heard Rob mention Pat Buck. Uh, I'm gonna be at that PWS show. Um, it looks looks like a great lineup. It's gonna be New Jack's last match.
2: New Jack's going to be wrestling um, Necro Butcher. I'll make sure I'm will make sure i not at that show.
0: That, that's going to be an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, someone's going to get arrested in that match. That's There's going to be body bags.
5: All, all, wow. all, I know is that, all I know is that I don't want to be anywhere near that. I don't want to be anywhere near the the ringside area like I was one time. Um, in JAP, Necro Butcher came so close to kicking me in the face, thanks to Magic, because Magic puts me right in the front when Necro Butcher came down. And there, here he goes, Magic goes here, and all of a sudden, I almost get kicked in the face. It was, it was, it was It was so dangerous when Necro Butcher fights. <laughs> and
0: that's You sure Magic isn't like he kick my boy in the face?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Here's Mike. Don't worry about it. I don't want to get hit. And, and here comes Mike. And uh, it was it was crazy. He was actually wrestling Rhino that night. And they ended up taking out an, uh, a they ended up taking out a vendor, which was kind of funny. Wow. Oh yeah. You know anything happens at those uh, those crazy matches. But you know what I was thinking after Punk and Brock Lesnar are done, I'm thinking that Brock Lesnar is going to realize, you know, whose side is Paul Heyman actually with. Well, Punk's going to be like, yo, who thought you really on, and then maybe Punk and Bro- Brock Lesnar are going to have a fight.
2: I've heard I've heard rumors about that possibly taking place. Now that Brock has signed a new deal, a longer deal, so uh, we'll see we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but it's probably going to be in the cards for a CM Punk Brock Lesnar uh, uh, rivalry.
5: Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I mean that's 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 what I was thinking. I mean, because it only makes sense because I I like to know. Who's, play, who's playing who, um, you know, and we, and, and who's going to be. Or maybe they'll tag them. How about maybe they have them tag up? I mean, that would be good, too.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Even if they team up, eventually one's going to turn on the other. Anyway, Mike, thanks for the call. We're going to get some other phone calls. Uh,
5: no, no problem. And I'll speak to you guys on Sunday night, Ken and Dave, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much for my time. Sounds
0: good. Thanks for your support. And we're going... And now it's time for our Daily Affirmation with Justin. Justin, are you there? I can. Put a smile on our face. You.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea what you just said, and it made me laugh anyway. I know. So how are you? What do you got for us? Did you watch Monday Night Raw last night?
5: Oh, yeah, Ken. I love your radio show, man. You're, you're the best host in the whole entire universe, man. In the whole
0: universe? That's awesome. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate it. That's, See, that's, that's why we need you calling every show because you, you, you put a smile on my face. You put a smile on Dave's face. And, look, let's face it, you really boost our egos. So we appreciate your support. Oh, thank you. So what did you think of Rock and Cena last night?
6: It was great, Ken.
0: Okay then. I'm glad you liked it. You got any plans going into WrestleMania?
4: Well, I think I think um, I think Edge will be there, right?
2: <laughs> we can only hope. Well, maybe you can only hope, Justin.
0: But <laughs> I, right, to be honest, with you, I wouldn't mind seeing Edge back. Baby, I know, he's my, my
5: favorite
0: football? wrestler. I know he's your favorite wrestler. Justin, you are a quality fan, and I appreciate your support, and uh, hope to hear you. Are going to call us on Sunday? Yes, sir. All right, cool. I'll talk to you then.
5: okay, uh, you know what? What? I want to, to make a tribute to my family at, at Yonkers. Cause my, my father loves wrestling.
0: Your father loves wrestling? Oh, right. my father loves wrestling. <laughs> he loves Justin. it. A shout out to Justin's dad, who also loves wrestling, and you have a heck of a son. I so-
5: know you have a heck of me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, you know what? What's that? You should
2: be. You should. You should. Uh. You should be a wrestler too. Just like Ken uh, Reed. Yeah? Is. <laughs> I I tell, you, I'll, I tell you every week. You, me, Ken. You manage us. Me and Ken will be wrestlers. Greatest tag team in the world. We're going to be going places, making millions
0: of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Right on, buddy. Right on,
2: buddy boy. Yeah, there
0: you go. Thanks for the
5: call. We'll talk to you Sunday. All right,
0: Ken. Thanks. Good luck. Uh, Yeah, and I say it, but yeah, Justin calls, and then I got a smile on my face.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Love our callers. Thank you so much for supporting us. You know, it's been an adventure here at Ironbound 1640, so uh, I thank you guys for being patient. We've had some technical issues, but uh, at least we got you on, Dave, right right as the interview was starting, and uh, we got the phones working right when Rob Conway called in, so that worked out well. We got to hit a little bit of, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw and what went on. So, it was, uh, it, you know, it's funny, Dave. I mean, we, and, and let's close with this a little, like, Summation of Monday Night Raw last night, because what what I find interesting is it's WrestleMania season, and I guess that's where you get a little more critical. Raw is definitely better than last week. It's funny, consistently, because every week on Facebook dot com slash the Ken Show, we do a grade Raw, and usually you have a range. People have different opinions. Some people think Raw is great. Some people think it's terrible. Some people always think Raw is terrible. Across the board, and I, I'll put myself in the same category. I kind of would grade it around a C. It was average. I, I'm not going to say it was horrible, uh, but I can't say that it was great. And it's kind of it's interesting being in WrestleMania season, and and we're real close to WrestleMania. We got one more Raw. One more Monday Night Raw before the big dance. In the past couple of weeks, we have not been blown away by any stretch of the imagination on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Did they set the bar too high, perhaps, with uh, Cena and CM Punk? Uh, Your thoughts on... um, surmising what Monday Night Raw has been the past couple of weeks.
2: Well, I'll say this much. You know, I do agree. Last week's, I mean, last night's Raw was better than the abortion that they produced the prior week. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it, they might have set the bar too high, but, I mean, last year was just so, I mean, let's face it, you know, between last year and this year, last year was so so heavily hyped because it was the first confrontation between The Rock and John Cena, and it was just huge. It was it, it, it made mainstream news. And then of course you had you know the Undertaker and Triple H in that huge Hell in a Cell, the end of a bar match Shawn Michaels. You had CM Punk who was in a high profile role because you know, coming off the prior year of just being on fire with, after his pipe bomb promo. So you had a lot to look forward to heading into that WrestleMania. And you know it's interesting that you asked me this because I was reading on. ESPN.com. They do a WWE power rankings, and then after Last Night's Raw, I, I believe The Shield was ranked at number one, but they had said that this year's build-up towards WrestleMania has been very lackluster and lazy booking, and that the the, the audience in Philadelphia and in Pittsburgh the past two weeks have, have really felt They that it comes across like it's felt like very underwhelmed, like there's not enough, there's there's just there's not that big time feel like you're heading into WrestleMania. They, ESPN even said that they consider it to be lazy booking, that people aren't excited to see rematches that they probably didn't want to see in the first place, i.e. The Rock and John Cena, Triple H and Brock Lesnar. Now, this wrestling fan over here, I hold interest in in those two matches to a certain degree and of course you know Undertaker and CM Punk especially considering the year Punk has had with the long championship reign but I do I do tend to agree with them it seems that they're just kind of throwing stuff together but it doesn't mean that we're going to have a lackluster WrestleMania show for all we know we can go to MetLife Stadium in New Jersey on April 7th and we could be blown away by what they produce you know from a from an in-ring and entertainment standpoint but the build up to get there has just been kind of I would say lackluster, so to speak. So it's they they got one more to really hit it out of the park. I mean, you know, to, to really get people excited. And I think that they are also banking on the fact that they've already sold the stadium out. This year's WrestleMania is a legitimate sellout. It's probably going to draw roughly around twelve million dollars of revenue at the gate, on top of what they're adding. They added five more dollars to HD pricing for pay-per-view, and then another five dollars more for the standard. A viewing price for pay-per-view. So I mean, it, it, they're walking away with a pretty penny. I think they might have just said, you know what? We know that WrestleMania is already sold out on the name alone. You know, we we'll don't have to put that much effort into it. But uh, that's just that's just how I feel. That's just how it comes across on television. And and, and we talked about it on our Sunday show uh, last week. It just seems very lackluster, lazy, thrown together. Some guys are feuding with like three or four different guys. They're not sure where they want to put who and what. And you know, I mean, now they've announced Wade Barrett and the Miz on WWE dot com. Like they couldn't make that announcement on television last night or even on the SmackDown tapings tonight. I mean, it just comes across like, all right, we'll give this guy a spot. Yay, you know, and this match is gonna happen. Ooh, more, yay, you know. Just it it doesn't it doesn't feel like WrestleMania to me. When I get there it'll probably feel that way, but the build up to it I think it's just been
0: yeah, we can only hope that they bring it the next couple of weeks. And again, you're right. Once the weekend starts, you start to feel the goosebumps and you get into it. But the build has not really been there. So we can only hope They they bring it this week on SmackDown. One more Monday Night Raw. Let's see how the build continues. But we're getting real close to WrestleMania. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. Remember, we'll be on Sunday just on the internet, the We're going to have uh, female sensation. Leva Bates is going to be on the show. Remember, special time. Get your Easter dinner done. See your family. Then we're going to be going 7 to 9 o'clock on Sunday. And then, God's will, we'll be back here next Tuesday on Ironbound Radio where we're going to have Dr. Reese. Very excited about this guest. He's a psychologist, psychiatrist, who is uh, deeply involved in uh, psychology, in wrestling, inside and outside the ring. He's uh, been involved in many panels, has spoken at the Cauliflower Alley Club. So we're going to get some insight on the business and the psyche of professional wrestlers. And I'm excited for that interview. But we run out of time here tonight. Thank you so much for for Rob Conway for giving us a few. Thank you, cameraman Carlos and our producer Michelle for helping set that interview up. For Dave, I am Ken Reedy. Thank you all for your support, and we'll talk to you real
6: soon.